Okay, so here's our cheers. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like a duck. <laughs> Maybe if I hold over here. Well, anyway, that's... Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> you know, isn't that somehow oddly fitting for this week? Yeah, it's been a fucking week, man. <sighs> um, Not well, for us. We're fine. Right. Um, but for... Well, I guess kind of for us, too, but that's more of like a... Yeah. Health thing. Well, well welcome to... Uh, Welcome to Homebound Happy Hour. Episode 15. Episode 15. Um, yeah, this uh, this week was was not easy uh, for a lot of people. Um, yeah, and I think it's just going to continue to get or be difficult. Yes, so very... It's I not like know, dystopian or... Nothing dyst- is solved or anything. It's just... Um, yeah, so it's been a lot to deal with this week um, in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what are we what, what are we drinking? First of all, let's okay. Let's so start there. I made us something. Well, first of all, um, I want to thank our neighbors Ed and Jeremy, who made limoncello and dropped mm-hmm. some off for us to try. I specifically said, like, I don't want a whole bottle. I just want a little bit. So he brought some over in one of those little, um, like, the 10-ounce club soda glass bottle. Um, Like, about half full. So, anyway, today I made a cocktail with that. Um, It's served up, so I shook it and strained it. It's going to be an ounce and a half of limoncello three ounces of just plain old vodka, um, a lemon, full lemon squeezed with my citrus press, about four dashes of orange bitters, and that's all shaken up together. Then I topped it with a sparkling apple juice. Very tasty. Yeah, it tastes kind of like, um, it's very like floral Mm -hmm. tasting, like perfumey. It's got some, some notes. I think the apple brought like almost like a Christmassiness to the summery mm-hmm. taste. Like this would be good in fall because it's yeah, like halfway to summer. That. You know, it's like half and half. So you could call it the edible arrangement. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> um, notes of honeydew and for some reason <laughs> chocolate. Yeah, like. Chocolate-covered grapes or something. You know, don't they do weird shit like that on the... Yeah, they do that. Like, I think this is one of the first conversations we ever had when we first <laughs> oh, yeah. started dating. Was we were trying to come up with, like, the worst things you could put in an edible arrangement. Like that passive-aggressive, you send someone that you don't like an edible yeah, arrangement like of... red delicious apples and, dipped in white chocolate. <laughs> yeah, and the honeydew melon. That's yeah. it. Yeah, like unripe honeydew. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh... Because we were the first time we went to Ortega's, right? Yeah. Because they have the one right there. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Ortega's, it came up today that it was like we had been there a year ago today, and I was like, "God damn you, queso fundido! I mm. miss you." Was that? No, that's not. When we weren't eating carbs then. No, but yeah. you know, still, still we'll so good. Sneak a little piece of a chip in there when that fun cheese comes out, or the skinny margarita. Yes. Yeah. I miss going to Ortega's. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, that place is super good if you're in San Diego and you haven't been there. Mm-hmm. Their queso fundido is like life changing. Yeah, we do I the the happy hour menu, which is what two to two to six. I think it's three. Three to six. Three thirty to six. It's right, like and weird, then it's again at like ten, ten or ten thirty. Yeah. Anyway. So yes, uh, lots of very, very um, heavy, heavy, like sad, infuriating, uh, terrible things going on this week. People rightfully protesting, all that. I mean, um, it's been going on for a long time. It just come to a head this week. Yes, no, of course, due and, to certain things. Um, and you know, it's. Of course, you know, we, we, this is not like a, a toot our own horn thing, but you know, we've been after it with people for a while, I think, um, just yeah, getting in different <laughs> arguments and getting family no, I mean, disowned I, and all that stuff. I but. find it really interesting. Like some of the people that were getting sick of me talking about these issues are posting about it now. Mm-hmm. And I guess oh, it's... now you see where I was coming from. Well, yeah. And so, like, personally for me, there's a family member that, you know, I was trying to point out what white white privilege was. Uh, and, you know, like, a lot of people on the defensive about it were like, well, you know, I'm not privileged. Uh, we struggled growing mm-hmm. up and da 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 And, you know, the, the reply that, well, that's not what that is mm-hmm. so on and so forth and um you know i i didn't realize until later that that person and the entire rest of the family had uh unfriended me on facebook very unceremoniously and mm-hmm. what well, was that and then i also referred to um some religious practices as Maybe maybe not in the best light, so... <laughs> That's probably what it was. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You can insult me, but don't insult Jesus. Well, I just said, you know, and it was... Uh, uh, I don't remember if it was Patton Oswalt or, or David Cross, but it was about... I made a comment, and it wasn't even on his post. It was on another person's post about the Bible, and it was like the Old Te- Testament, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's some that's some wizards and, and Dungeons and Dragons stuff right there in the old testament because it's like monsters and yeah. all kinds of crazy things and uh you know he, he guess he he took that for me insulting the legitimacy of their faith and then i get that or whatever but i noticed that i still follow this person on instagram and this person had posted a blackout photo on their instagram feed that's so, why i'm inclined to think it's the religious thing yeah yeah, well, yeah, or whatever. they're bandwagoners, whatever. But I mean, again, this was still right. This was still a person that was, you know, fighting, fighting me, or arguing, or defending that they weren't, either they weren't privileged, or that that was not a that was not a valid term. So, right. Either my point of this whole thing. Sorry, everyone. I have a point. Is that <laughs> I think this week like taught me a lot about. Maybe how to continue discussions with people because, like you mentioned, and I mean the bandwagoner thing was is a big deal because there yeah. was a lot of there was a lot of people that 
you know, came out to show their support and their solidarity. And I mean, that's that's great. That's what we want. But uh, when that came out, I discovered through like my network of people that I follow, Facebook and Twitter, <clears throat> that were commenting about um, use of hashtags, like how, like why not to use the the Black Lives Matter hashtag, and. Why not to use it for that thing for that, in particular? Correct. Right, right. The black box. That's an example, but... Right. I, I mean, the, you, you saw, like, the other night I got into it with that guy for, like, mm-hmm. hours. Well, and the point was that we, we came across that information, like, separately. I mean, we talked about it throughout the day, of course, but, I mean, we came across that information. So, uh, there was... To me, it made apparent that, okay, well, we... We, I guess, are fortunate to have people in our networks that we interact with or that we listen to or read, or even if they're, you know, authors and, and, you know, quote unquote, like famous people. um, I'm reading that. I'm listening to that. And there's still a lot of people that are still, you know, wanting to do better and wanting to do the right thing that aren't. And I guess that just let me know that Okay, so they're still, their circles are still very maybe closed or mm-hmm. maybe their bubbles are still, you know, they're still in their bubbles, maybe. And and that's okay. Like, people are still yeah. learning right now and um, wanting to be part of learning that is a huge deal and a huge step and it's amazing to want to become better mm-hmm. and not be part of that system that's oppressing so many people. Well, I always struggle. I, we have conversations about this a lot where, you know, I'll come across people and I'm just like, I've just had it and I'm just going to unfriend them and it's not worth mm-hmm. it. And oh, sometimes I, yeah, I, I do. I unfriend people all the time. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I stop and, and pause and, you know, I've not unfriended people because, well, that's not a voice that I want to hear, but that's a voice I need to be aware of, I guess. But then also I've seen a lot of people, you know, rightfully so again, like uh, posting things like, well, this is, this is what I'm going to be doing from now on. If you don't like it, if you have a problem, if you don't agree with this, unfriend me. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, but I was just, I guess, thinking like, do would we would we want them to unfriend us, or we would we want them to, even though they may not completely agree or have come around yet, would we want them to keep seeing the message coming from us? Yeah. Yeah. No. Totally. And I. That's why I don't normally post things of that nature. Like you know, delete me if you feel this way, like, because I want to know who they are, first of all. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to know who it is that has such a problem with me being against racism. Right. Or against systemic oppression for anyone that is part of a marginalized group. I want to know who it is that has such a problem with me standing up for people of other races and other... Um, marginalized groups uh, like part of this huge disgusting system like yeah show me why you have a problem with this because I think there's also like a chance of having a discussion and changing somebody's mind but 
I don't necessarily think that I'm going to be the person that changes their mind because I can be so direct about it and so black and white about it. And it's no secret that I have a hard time keeping my fucking mouth shut about a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And also like one, you know, one of my notes for today's podcast was, well, I know I tend to make waves, but you know, and like there was going to be like a whole bit about that. But that's the thing is like, I think right now I'm, I'm putting information out there and I myself am absorbing a lot but I don't expect everyone to read everything that I put for, you know, like, I would like to, but anyway. Um, right. And what it's, are you going to say? No, I was just going to just echo that and just say that, yeah, I mean, you you put things out there as, as they come up. Um, but for whatever reason, and I don't know, the algorithm, algorithms have something to do with this because, you know, like, I'll see, I'll see posts. Um, we're talking about how I use the most recent filter mm-hmm. to see mm-hmm. posts, but then I'll still come across shit from like le- from Sunday that someone is. I'm like, well, that's not that recent. Uh, so it could be like about who commented on it. I don't. Anyways, yeah, that's, but it's a dumb side note for me to make. <laughs> so yeah, it's interesting just to see kind of what what gets the what gets the traction and what doesn't. I mean, like um, I was saying the other day, like I was so frustrated that that ridiculous post i made about some restaurant's ad being weird Mm -hmm. and i took a screenshot of it had like (laughs) what like 60 comments or Mm -hmm. something and um my post like right afterwards which was about what's going on with protesting rioting all that it has like zero zero comments like nobody Mm -hmm. wants to talk about it nobody wants to engage in the conversation and i think that's so important and and like necessary for us to do right now without having hard feelings unless you outright say like I'm against this because I'm racist in which case fuck you but like I think we need to be having conversations about these things so that we can not fight but understand where each other are coming from if we feel a certain way there's just certain things like I will not make an exception if you tell me that you value the possessions over at a fucking target over a human's life then you got to go right and that's that i'm sure you know you came up came up quite frequently and especially on my page you remember oh yeah a lot of times like things things just have clarification issues because you know statements are either taken out of context or not within the full context context so you know it it what's become like a, oh well you think you think looting and stealing is okay and versus you know oh you think you're more upset about that and it's that's what it it's come down to it's like no you can denounce like looting and destruction of property but it's important to also mention the bigger picture the person issue or like yes of course we don't want property destruction but we definitely don't want the loss of human life. Yeah, and that's I think that's the thing that upset me so much is like that guy just wanted to die on that hill about but it's stealing and stealing's wrong and it's like so is fucking murder, man. Mm-hmm. Like what is wrong with you? Like that I have to like beat this into you and he just would not 
let let it go. Like he just wanted to keep saying the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it's really unfortunate because it's somebody I did care about. But also by Felicia at the same time because if you're not willing to let go of your stupid concern for Target, then right. Sorry, but I've made this point several times, but people are more important than lamps. Mhm. I don't know why he was on about this lamp. Like, did he lose a lamp to like a weird? Yeah, it was probably like a like like a moment like with a bully or something. Yeah. In, back from he from their childhood. Lamps, it's just like he? yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> really bizarre. It's like what's the lamp? But anyway, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I've mentioned my friend Wes like a time or two here before. I just want to say thanks again to Wes for jumping in there and trying to help me with that. But um, unfortunately, it was time to not really be friends anymore with that person so i chose that yeah well um let's take a little breather we got plenty to unpack i think this episode so yeah we sure do let's uh add a little transition maybe freshen up the drink a little bit okay all right so we're back coming back another drink Let's, uh, that uh, one clanked a little bit more instead of that, like, sad, dull thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like um, a medieval leather glove. This is like the, the ultimate simple summer drink, and it is vodka lemonade. Yes. But in our case, it's sugar-free lemonade. Yes. It's not lemonade without sugar. Like, it's not, like, unsweetened. It just doesn't have sugar. It's, like, stevia instead. Mm-hmm. That's been that's been a go to. They've got mm-hmm. Minute Maid has some delicious flavors. The zero sugar Minute Maids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're good. So um, you know, <laughs> I was thinking we were talking about our social media experience with everything going on with the oh, yes. um, obviously COVID nineteen, but also with uh, all the protests and and uh, yeah, all I've of been, the I've been quite vocal learning and education. Yeah, that we've been trying to do, but I was you know <laughs> that. Uh, it was a very somber and challenging day for a lot of people, but I couldn't help but chuckle a little bit at, you know, seeing people that are still in the middle of their, like, 10-day photo challenges or whatever, that's posting, like, those 10 oh, days no. of Life is Good or your favorite yeah. album or, yeah. you know, whatever. And it's just, like, well, you made a commitment. Like, day five, I cried into my fucking breakfast today. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, like, you'd been planning, you'd planned out your ten albums, it's like, you know, day five is Spice World from Spice Girls, and, you know, that you just, in the midst of all this realness and global strife, and then it's like, you know, (laughs) our vacation to... Spice and Abila! Yes. (laughs) Yeah, that's... Another reason why I don't do those things. But so, like... You know, on the other hand, is like you, like you realize like most people don't just post about what's going on like right. we do, and that's the thing is like I can't get my focus away from it to be like, haha, here's some happy fun time. Like I just can't. Yeah. I can't take my focus away from this because it's so important. Well, I know a lot of people are getting not defensive about anyone, it, and I'm not. You know, I, I think we're we're past the point of being apologetic about it, but I think people are starting to realize that 
you know, if they are able to choose to just post, you know, more frivolous things and not be involved, that that is a form of privilege in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and like, I mean, not to be a dick, but I I see when people aren't acknowledging. Like one of the main bartender pages I follow has only acknowledged it to like do shots up for a police officer that was shot and like zero acknowledgement about it before that like kind of bummed me out i was like man i thought you were better than this like you've said nothing and now you want to like do shots up for a cop which he's injured he was not killed so i mean i'm just saying like well and there was a really good post i saw today it was a thread and uh I'll, i'll um if i remember i'll put the the link to the thread in in one of the posts but it's from uh sarah spain who's uh uh one of the contributors at espn she's on a lot of those like talk shows and um she was basically addressing um the like herself a lot of people have or feel the need to defend police or to stick up for police officers because they personally have no people or have people in their family that have been law enforcement cops and uh, she did a really good job of explaining you know acknowledging that connection that people have to that but also why like it's why that's wrong and i mean she used a lot of analogies um you know for example like the that whole thing with penn state and uh you know the the whole allegations that came out about the football team and the athletic program and all the are you talking about like years ago the, well a few years ago like sandusky yeah oh okay all that stuff and how you know people that work there may have been complicit and they're they don't support child molestation but they were they were protecting the organization and the same thing with the the catholic church and all that other stuff so anyway um I mean, you know, I am, I am, I acknowledge that, but uh, like we made the point before about, you know, commenting on how, you know, the rioting and the thieving and destruction of property is bad. It's like, well, yes, these are all bad things, but what is the, what is the big picture? What is the root cause of all this? This is all occurring because why? what systemic issue and so you know i think just kind of as we explore other things um you know like like we do in this podcast i mean that it kind of i don't know i think my focus is just more on tying that to to sort of the systemic issues um so like you know we we spend a lot of our time on social media and and news and Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so um you know, since since we haven't really, we our focus has been more singular, right? This week. Um, well, okay. So speaking of social media, I saw a kind of fun, like interactive post on um, a friend's page. If and it said, if 2020 was a liquor. Mm-hmm. What liquor would 2020 be? And I said, my lord. (laughs) Because uh, any fellow bartender listening would absolutely know what my lord is. It's um, 
M-A-L-O-R-T with the two little the, the, the like dots the, the over dots, the O. Yeah. Like the snake bite O. Right. Um, and it, so it's like an herb-based um, moth herb and wormwood-based liqueur. It's very, very bitter. Um, the man who invented it is Swedish, but it's really popular in Chicago for some reason. But anyway, if you've ever had tasted smelled thought about looked at my lord <laughs> you know what i'm talking about but there were like some really fun ones so i thought that'd be something we could do is like go over some different ideas i'm curious about this alert. oh no don't. don't be it's i mean just it tastes like if you licked the inside of a trash dumpster in like a seedy alleyway Okay, well, okay, it's not that bad, but <laughs> it's really gross. Oh, yeah, that sounds pretty bad. But. Yeah, it's it's super bitter. It's, like, very, like, it's, like... So, it's just so, it's just, it's terrible. It's the worst of the worst, and that's why it's 2020. The 2020 of liquors. One of, yeah. One and of, so, one and of so the, that's I the mean, thing. It's, like, I, I so thought about, like, why? so How I don't have a taste for, for net, but that's, like, a really um, trendy bartender thing to drink. It's for net, Bronca. Like have a shot of that. It's like a digestif. So it's kind of like fernet, for example, is like Jaeger, but it's not sweet. Ugh. It's like so it's really herbaceous, like really bitter. So anyway, before I ever tried Malort, my response was, "Oh, is it like fernet?" And people are like, "No, honey, no." Um, yeah, no, not doing that again. You should try it. <laughs> Since you haven't, but it's so hard. Like it's really hard to find. Um, definitely in Southern California, it's not something that we have. I've just never any heard of bar. It yeah, it's like it's almost like one of those like it's my twenty first birthday. What will you give me a shot of? And it's like ah, uh, I'm gonna get this one. I'm gonna get this girl <laughs> or a boy. You know, whoever. Right like, of passage, right? Four horsemen, cement mixer, all that malort, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Um. So, so, like, what what would you say like the twenty twenty liquor would be for you? Well, I don't know. So, you know, in the spirit of the game, I'm like, okay, well, what what significance or what's the, I guess the the comparable? Like, what's been happening this year, and you know how I feel and how people feel, and I don't know. I I hearken back to a time uh, where, um. In various college parties, uh, I had friends and roommates that were very much into the like cinnamon, cold cinnamon schnapps mm. shots, so aftershock and Goldschlager. Aftershock was a common answer. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think our friend Jaden, who was on our podcast last week, said aftershock because you know we. I guess the analogy is just that it was never a good idea. Like, nobody ever really thought that they were going to enjoy it, I guess, mm. but thought that it had to be included in the fun, and then it just started a massive shit show chain reaction. Because mm. whenever you get to the point to where you do, at least personal experience of doing Aftershock Goldschlager, then that was that was the end of whatever like normal routine or fun evening you had and the beginning of a descent into hell and or badness. <laughs> it 
so you know that was that's that's what I would say and I well I have another one but what 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 did some what did other people put um some people put like mad dog like night train um fireball hennessy like some there were a lot of different they were all over the place um liquor or is it like any alcoholic beverage it said liquor so i took that to heart but i think like if we're doing metaphor like we were saying like if it actually is like 2020 like aside from all of the terribleness there's also been like a lot of coming together in our house and being home together and i feel like like warmth from that Mm -hmm. so um like not to be literal or anything but like you know like i thought what's something that's not great but it like it isn't it's something that most people hate that i actually like so like most people are like i don't want to be stuck at home and you know be be stuck inside and staying here like i want to be able to go out and have my freedom and all of that but i actually Mm. am enjoying this so naturally i thought of sambuca because okay first of all sambuca is a liqueur Mm. that's clear and it tastes like black licorice Mm. so that's one of those things like i actually love it not like an everyday thing by any means like but i do actually like sambuca because it reminds me of really warm friendly encounters like i have this well i had um i don't these are people i don't really see so much now but um i had this group of british friends mainly like my one friend who's british that lives here and then his wife who ex-wife is american and then their British friends that came over from England, but when they would visit, I would always see them everywhere, like all together. Um, and we would always hang out. So anyway, Sambuca is like fucking huge in England. Hmm. Huge. It's like, let's all drink buka, buka for everybody, round of buka. Um, <laughs> so we we ran two bars out of their whole stock of Sambuca because that's not something you have on the order rotation. Because who fucking drinks it? It tastes like black licorice, but mm-hmm. it's like sweet, like liqueur. And it's chilled, by the way. And then some people put coffee beans in it to like kind of mellow out the licorice flavor. It really complements well. It sounds fucking mm-hmm. weird, but it's good. My dad used to drink it all the time when I was a kid, which is another reason why it's so comforting for me. Because it reminds me of my dad. But anyways... Uh, that I thought that was a good like metaphor for 2020 is like something that I'm enjoying that everyone else fucking hates mm-hmm. because I'm liking being at home and not being at the whims of yeah my bar guests. Well, that's good. I didn't think about that about it from that perspective. I was just like, you know, it was representative of that, and I even I even thought of as i was going outside to pick up the trash bin i was like oh sour apple pucker because you know uh we alluded to a lot of the the um comments and maybe people still like well-meaning but not quite there like sour apple sour apple pucker 
I was in so many drinks like apple teenies and you know stuff like that uh and i think that was popular yeah with the with and i'm not gonna that's pretty much it specifically name but these are people that are probably well-meaning but don't quite get it so it's like the the um like the emma watson of liquors I just remembered a time when, like, our friend at the bar bought a round of shots for everybody, and they sent two over to us, and we're like, oh, cool, what is it? And he's like, Washington Apple, and I was like, oh, fuck me, I don't know if I can drink this because of the pucker. Yeah. It just, like, I played, like, a, a really bad, like, all-night game of King's Cup, and I think I drank a whole bottle of apple pucker to myself when oh, I was, yeah. like, 17, so. That was a... a uh, St. Patty's Day, woo! Because um, it's green. Gathering, yeah. Well, basic. My right. <laughs> uh, my neighbor uh, and I decided to have a gathering instead of of going out. Um, you know, amongst all the debauchery and like his idea was, he's like, "Oh, we're just gonna pre-meet a bunch of green shit." You know, so like oh, batch no. batch liquor. So yeah, I mean it was. Um, you know, um, what's the one I'm thinking of with, uh, Scooby Snacks? No, it has the raspberry liqueur in it, like Pucker, Midori, uh, and Rasmata. Oh, Sex with an Alligator. Oh, I don't know that. Yeah. Some Um, bartender. Yeah, so and it, that was one of those nights where, you know, I ended up throwing up in my sink. And, uh, <laughs> you know, good time had by also. Yeah, when I just College. thought of, like, really. Um, people are just like, woo, let's just party and everything can still be good while I'm hunched over the bathroom sink, just, mm-hmm. just um, regretting everything. Mm hmm. That makes me think of 2020. All right. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's being picked up or not, but for the last, like, like maybe five minutes, there's been a helicopter yeah. circling. Well, there's a protest occurring right now, right? I yeah. Mean, anywhere close to us yeah so they yet, but they were going from downtown over to north park so i wasn't sure what route was being taken but um i could see park boulevard being used which is not far from where we live so we, we'd be able to hear that yeah and there's i mean there's things happening every day and there's i think there's a big one happening saturday which ends ends here right across the street from right house. across the street from our yeah. house so that's like we'll be able to like hear everything they're saying um you know which i'm hoping we'll be fine i mean i think they the the violent ones are the ones that have turned violent and have sort of subsided uh, yeah. although like maybe that's because they're provoked by the cops but yeah um, the instigators right you know i'm i'm still hopeful for that so yeah, I fully believe that most of the violence is being created by police instigated people or um, fake protesters or 
proud boys and white supremacists like i do not believe that the people that are actually protesting on behalf of black lives matter are doing the violence no it's not it's not oh i fully don't believe that they are so come at me Hmm. um all right so we're gonna take a breather we'll be back in just a minute to talk about like what we're watching and stuff It's Friday. It's Friday now. It's uh, Friday now, yeah. It wasn't when we started, but... This is, it's... We're... That was cheers. Cheers, right. yeah. There we go. We've got uh, martinis that I made us. Slightly dirty. Mm-hmm. It's like salty, like how I feel about the world right now. Yep. I think, I think a, lot of, a lot of us are there. Like I said earlier, it's a drink and a snack. Mm-hmm. Because there's olives in it. Two. Mm-hmm. Each. Two each? Two each. Um, anybody ever ask for extra olives, like a side, when they order it? Yes. <laughs> like every time. <laughs> well, you know, at, at uh, the bar, yeah. my hangout in El Paso, yeah. Ossi, which is named Ossetuna's Olives, Yeah. That they have a, like, a big jar of yes. olives that you can just go up and self-serve. Probably not anymore. Nope. But uh, you can scoop yourself... Um, a cup of olives, and then you can, you know, lather it up with uh, accoutrement, like what? hot what? sauce. Oh, really? And, uh, I don't know. I think there's A1, all kinds of weird shit, you God, know. the sodium level of that. I know, right? <laughs> it's like, well, I can only have, like, one of these. It's pretty ingenious. I mean, the same reason they have, like, popcorn and salty mm-hmm. snacks and bars. I mean, oh, for sure, yeah. Um, no, uh, see, and that drives me nuts, like, especially when people put their dirty, grubby hands in there. And I, like, I will make a point of, like, dumping it right in front of their face. Like, this is going in the garbage yeah. because of you. I feel like I've said this before. Probably. On the podcast. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm having just a good old deja vu. Mm-hmm. So you got anything for uh, sportsy sports for us today, Well, uh, you know, uh, sports kind of hit and miss, and usually it's just more sport figures. We had our whole... Um, uh, we ended with our whole uh, um, experience with Jose Canseco last week. Oh, which, yeah. Oh, his oh, tweets are lit this week. He's had quite a week. Um, so if you haven't checked that out, check that out. But uh, I had made a note earlier in the week because as um, the, I guess, the the height of the uh, tensions that spurned the protests and activity happened, uh, a couple I noticed a couple of quarterbacks, the... Actually, this this year's number one draft pick, um, Joe Burrow, who's from the Bengals, who was white, had, had posted, um, you know, something basically condemning the actions uh, and saying that this is not politics, this is human rights. So, which I thought was good, especially for, you know, a young kid, pretty much, entering the league, who's a highly touted player. And I thought, oh, that'll be good. And I saw some other posts. But then... <laughs> oh, your team. Yeah. So you might remember Jade and I talking about our Broncos and our coach, along with the um, New Orleans Saints quarterbacks, made some, well, tone-deaf at best comments uh, that they both apologized for. And 
um, the the coach from the Broncos basically he condemned the murder of George Floyd said that the officers need to be held accountable justice supported support his players rights to protest all that and then said something to the effect of well I don't see racism in the NFL if everything would be like an NFL team it's all based on merit not anything else would be better off fail uh, um and so he you were he, doing so well he, he issued a um a response uh, an apology uh, and said that he'd missed the mark it wasn't the greatest apology but it's it's things like that and especially as a coach when you're dealing with Just that pedal basically yeah um and uh you know it just it's gonna affect some players uh, other more than others of course but you know that can be damaging but what uh i think what's gotten more attention since then is what drew Brees said where he said he didn't respect people disrespecting the flag and of course that caused a lot more outcry a lot of a lot of people were just saying we're kind of almost ridiculing the coat the broncos coach just because like are you blunt like do you not what's yeah. wrong with you whereas drew Brees' comments really sparked some some outrage because it you know hit hit a nerve yeah absolutely and i mean it's like this again like it's never been about the fucking flag man and again he's done so much for his community for new orleans has reached out to people and you know it's that just goes to show he was never listening well right he's never listening it was tone deaf and it's you know well-meaning that sort of well-meaning person that doesn't believe they're racist or they could do anything racist but that's not because even of like a well-meaning like person like i always picture like a you know like a hippie kind of or like a scholarly type yeah that's just being ignorant but um what i pointed out online was just that you know i know a little bit about his backstory and he like a lot of uh of athletes went to um He's from Texas. He's from Austin, and I, I lived in Austin for a while, and he went to a very affluent... It was a public school, but they're always one of those... Oh, yeah, you, we drove by it, and you pointed it out to me. They're, they're always one of those, like, football powerhouse schools, you know, Friday Night Lights type. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of NFL players went there, and so their their demographics are very skewed. Like, it's, it's the area of town where, like, all the celebrities and uh, people live. And I think their, don't want your <clears throat> their black student population is less than one percent um, of the of the student body. Wow. So, um, so, so this so is definitely no, no black people then, right? Unless you know, I think those of you that follow sports, I think uh, was it. I don't know. Someone's kids, uh, NFL players' kids, went there, and it was mm. like a big deal. Anyway. So, I mean, the point of all that is just that, you know, I think that there is a different um, tone about things now because, I don't know, maybe even a couple of years ago, five years ago, someone made a comment like that and it probably would have received the same amount of outrage, but it would have just gone on. And mm-hmm. now, it at least... Under the rug. 
they're coming back and being held accountable to what they say. Yeah. And they can't just feign uh, ignorance or, uh, you know, you took it the wrong way or Mm -hmm. that other kind of gaslighting stuff. So anyway, uh, it'll be interesting to see how that uh, how that goes forward, especially once they start like trying to I don't know have games or stuff like that again. Who knows? Anyway, uh, what else? Uh, well, normally we cover what we're watching for the week, mm-hmm. but we don't really have anything uh, going on. I don't know if we mentioned. The last time, like, we started that show Room 104 on HBO. Oh, yeah. Which I have been enjoying. Yeah. Um, it's one of those, like, we'll put it on if we're not watching anything else. Yeah. Because we've gotten into some, like, guilty pleasure shows this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to talk about that. No names. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just some mindless shit. Just because, like, the world is so heavy right now. So if we're going to be putting on the TV... Another reason why we haven't been watching much is uh, because there's so much going on. Um, so if we're going to put on the TV, it's like to zone out and like watch something we don't care about. That's not stressful. And we realize that that is, that is Privilege. a privileged act. Yeah. Because we can. Yep. I mean, you know, it's been a hell of a week. Uh, anyway, so since there's nothing really to report on what we're currently watching... Um, Andy had a really cool idea for us, which is to revisit some childhood or like teen favorites of ours and start to identify and ruin uh, them. Maybe yeah, ruin them (laughs) altogether um, to try to maybe start identifying some things that would not fly in today's culture. So like the example we were just kind of spitballing um, was like, say, Goonies. Maybe um, notice how there are hardly any people of color in that movie, and those that are are stereotyped super heavily, or how sexist it is in a lot of parts, like how yeah the women are treated in it. Well, and I think uh, that's that's all wrong because yeah, I mean I've been thinking about you know things we can do because a lot of a lot of what is being talked about right now, especially from people like us that are. Um, people that consider themselves allies, but maybe white or white presenting, you know, have have benefited from some privilege. And there's a lot of, and what's being realized, which is a good thing, is that people are realizing realizing that privilege. But there's a lot of unlearning and relearning that has to 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 do that. And a lot of people that didn't think that they were really upholding any you know, racist stereotypes or any sort of that institutionalized racism just haven't gone outside of their bubble. And so I've seen a lot of things about how, well, racism, you're not born with racism, you learn it. Mm-hmm. Implying that, okay, well, parents, in the context that I saw, it was like implying, okay, parents teach your kids not to be racist. But, but I it's mean, also, that's I mean, it's society. It's ingrained in you from every direction. It's right. not just... I mean, yeah. Like so what do we remember from our, you know, our formative years? And that's media and mm-hmm. interactions with, with family. So what, you know, what was going on in those media messages that sort of maybe lead to why 
we're disposed certain ways as opposed to others. Sure, yeah, I think that's one way of looking at it. One point we could be making by doing this project of ours, like, what did I call it? A film... Focus? Film focus. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, among many other things, like, why to do that? Like, because I find myself, when revisiting old favorites, um, doing that already. Mm -hmm. So I was like, why not actually... You know, like you said, like, why not make a project out of it and kind of see how we feel if there's not my, I mean, there's really not any new TV coming out right now. Yeah. So, might as well. Yeah. Might as well. Might as well. Got nothing else to um, do. So, I don't know. Maybe we can put like a quick little poll out there, maybe with a couple of things, see if people, mm-hmm. anyone. Yeah, I'm sure we'll prefers. get as many answers to that as we do to the other things that we ask. So yeah, yeah, we might. Uh, basically none. Yeah, <laughs> we might have to hire another person to sift through all that yeah. for us. All so. of our zero responses yeah. that we get. Right. It'd be nice if you guys would like engage with us. Yeah. We would appreciate that other than the people that just come on. But anybody, I mean, really, like, reach out if you want to be on the podcast, too, because we're totally down. Like, I mean... I don't have anybody lined up for the next one that's set in stone, but I have like a probably maybe. Kind of did, but. Yeah. But anyway, we'll get to that. Well, that's not till next week anyway. It's a probably maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so that all being said, I think we're good to go for this this podcast. I know it was a little bit um, heavier than the normal content. But at least we got to talk about some things that were really important to say. And we got to talk about some alcohol and possible future films. And sports, of course. Sports-related thingamabobs. He's nodding. You can't see him. Anyway, so <laughs> wrapping up episode number 15. 15. 15. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Um, no shout outs today other than anyone who's doing the incredibly tireless effort of protesting right now. We're really yeah. proud of you. Um, I think, yeah, no, that's that's very necessary and we appreciate you. And we applaud you for what you're doing. So thank you. So until next time. Until next time. Be safe, be smart, be sanitary. Be safe, be smart, be sanitary? Yes. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You want to do a sound check real quick? Sure. Sound, sound, one, two, three. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. Three, two, one. Sound check. You have to be so contrary. Sorry. <laughs>